Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites podcast is brought to you by my online intuitive eating courses. Take your food and body healing journey to the next level with these self-paced online courses. If you're brand new to this topic, check out my Introduction to Intuitive Eating course. If you're looking for something more comprehensive that talks about body image healing, health at every size, and intuitive eating, check about my Food Freedom 101 course. And if you're a professional in this space looking to learn more about how to do this work with your clients, but also how to do this work for yourself, check out my Anti-Diet Approach course for professionals. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Intuitive Bites. Hey guys, welcome to episode 96 of Intuitive Bites. Today I'm chatting with Molly Barr, who you may know from Instagram as Molly B. Counseling, and we're talking all about navigating body image concerns at the beginning of the intuitive eating journey. I cannot tell you how many prospective clients I've been on the phone with who've said, I really like this idea of intuitive eating. It sounds great. I want to reject dieting, but I just can't make peace with my body where it's at now. Like I still want weight loss. I am terrified at the idea of gaining even more weight. I just like can't even go there in my mind. Um, So if that is kind of the boat that you're in, this is the episode for you. Molly has so many concrete tools that she's sharing to really implement in these moments and to kind of move through this fear. So stick around to listen to this one. You're you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, Before we dive into it, I want to announce actually here for the first time that I am hosting a free intro to intuitive eating masterclass on Wednesday, February 23rd from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. It will be recorded, so if you're not able to make it live or you have to miss some of it, I'll be sending it out to everyone that registers. So just make sure that you get registered. Go over to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can get registered now. If you are thinking about food constantly, thinking about your body constantly, and you are just exhausted and really craving peace with food and body, this is exactly where you're gonna wanna be. So go ahead and click the link in my bio and get registered for the free intro to intuitive eating masterclass. All right, guys, that is all I have for you right now. So let's go ahead and listen into my conversation with Molly. All right, welcome, Molly. Can you please just like introduce yourself and a little bit about the work you do? Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about these topics. I am Molly Barr. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I live in Miami right now, so I'm licensed in Florida, Hawaii, and Louisiana. And I work with food and body image stuff. Um, I enjoy taking a lot of different approaches. You'll probably notice in this talk, we're going to pull from a lot of different uh, theories, but uh, intuitive eating, health at every size, EMDR, internal family systems. Um, I love doing the deep work that comes with body image and food stuff. 
Cool. Tell uh, the audience, I guess, a little bit more about like what, why you got into this work. Like what was a little bit of, of your path to doing this work? Well, it has been a journey. Um, I've always wanted to work with eating disorders. Uh, I have my own experience of trauma. I had PTSD as a, in a high school and went to therapy, got better, healed that and decided I really want to do this work mm-hmm. along the way. Um, came to discover, I apparently had my own stuff with food and body image. And so of course I was drawn to this work and have learned so much along this path. Um, I would really be more on the like chronic dieting end of things and not realizing I probably had quite the uh, disordered eating and an eating disorder. So yeah, yeah I kind of like fell into this space. Where were you first or like, when were you first exposed to like intuitive eating or was it like health at every size? Like Oh, there is shame in this answer, but you know what? I think a lot of us can relate. (laughs) I had already been in the eating disorder world for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of spaces that still have never even heard of intuitive eating and health at every size. And I had never heard those words before. Mm So, um, I was in private practice already at this point and I went to a training, um, I don't even remember what year it was anymore. Maybe like 2015 out in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. Anita Johnston. um, She's like a big big kind of pioneer in this world. She wrote eating in the light of the moon. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, And yeah, it was an all day training and I learned about intuitive eating and health at every size in one fell swoop and just was floored. I just, it rocked my world. I had so much guilt and shame. And here I am telling people, Oh, just love your body, accept your body as it is. And here I am counting macros and trying to lose weight. Like what the, I never realized what uh, conflict that was. Yes. Like, yeah, no wonder. Oh, yeah, that resonates that like, yeah, just moment of like, OMG, like, what have I been doing? And also like, I feel like even for so many clients who like, when they learn about this, it's like, you cannot go back, you cannot unsee, right? (laughs) We are pickles now. Like, I mean, (laughs) Evelyn Tribbley, I did the certified intuitive eating counselor um, training. And Mm -hmm. I even asked her, I was like, you know, you know, the people who they've been doing it for a while, intuitive eating, and they really want to go back to dieting. Like, what do you think if I encourage, like, Hey, if you want to do it, try it. And she's like, ah, well, no, I really want to put it that way. <laughs> like, but really like once people go and try it again, a lot of times they're like, wow, I really can't do that. I really am a pickle. I can't go back to that anymore. I right. intuitive eating is kind of like the thing I need. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like people find themselves in that boat and they're like, like you said, right in a pickle, like they're like, I kind of want to, like, I want to use that tool and that coping skill and that, like have that fantasy of weight loss and blah, blah, blah. Cause that feels good. And like, whatever, but like, I really can't with knowing what I know. So with that, what I wanted to ask you more about today was kind of this just like body image thing. Right. And like, especially for folks who are really early on their intuitive eating journey and they're like, okay, I know I can't do dieting. Cause like that was clearly not working. I'm going to try exploring intuitive eating but there's all this body image fear. So I guess like, what do you see as like some of the reasons body image fears might really like rear their ugly head even more than usual when somebody's making this choice to work on intuitive eating? 
because we live in a fat phobic society, we have just been living in this our entire lives for decades and generations. And it just goes so far back. It's so ingrained in us. We don't realize it until we start to learn about it. That was that whole training when I got exposed to even just diet culture. Like once you start to take a couple steps back and you see it is in every aspect of your life, watching TV, commercials, ads, Instagram, everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Of course we all have some level of fat phobia. Yeah. It's so hard to live in this culture and try to go totally against the grain by accepting your body and right. like living as you are and being okay with it when everybody else around you is not on the same journey. Totally. And I feel like that's what, like, I find clients that I work with end up like they they're so hard on themselves for like, like, why am I still having thoughts and like desires to lose weight? And like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not getting it? Right. Do you hear that a lot too? <laughs> oh my God. I have tingles and I want to be like, it's not you. You're not defective. You're not broken. But then I have to be the bearer of this bad news. And please, I mean, tell me if you have a different approach with this. I, I think we kind of have to accept that they may, that may never go away. You may always have a little bit of negative body image thoughts. Mm-hmm. You might always have a thought every now and then that you should go on a diet and lose weight. Like it might be there for the rest of your life, but that doesn't mean that you're not healing or recovered. Like a thought is not the same as an action or behavior. We might kind of always be dealing with this, but it won't always be as intense, as loud, as often we get better at navigating it. I promise. It's just, yeah, no. there. yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I, the way I think about it right, and like to say it right. is like having a desire to lose weight or being afraid of gaining weight in our fat phobic culture is like a natural, that's a natural side effect of living in the culture we, we are. And like, I think that can be a frustrating thing to have acceptance around. I mean, of course it can, right? To like have to, yeah, just essentially grieve, right? Be like, oh, like I'm just gonna have this and carry this and like, this is uncomfortable. And like, there's not, I can't just like make it go away entirely. Um, you mentioned something about like, a thought isn't the same thing as, as like an action and behavior. So can you like expand on that in terms of body image? Yes, because there's so much shame about that thought. People come into session and they're just so beside themselves. I can't believe I'm still thinking this. I'm like, well, we have all kinds of thoughts. Like when I drive, I am, listen, I'm like a very cool, complected person, but okay. Miami is another like beast. So if you've ever driven on the roads here, you know, and I know there's other parts of the country that this way, the road rage just, oh my God, it like takes over me, hijacks my system. Okay. But that just because I had these thoughts and this body reaction to it does not mean that I should actually do something violent to that car that just cut me off. Like you can have bad thoughts. doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean you have to do anything with those thoughts. It's just a thought. It's not an order. It's not a fact. It's just like, it's a thought. We have all kinds of thoughts all the time. We're always thinking. Yes. So this might be kind of a simple answer. I don't know, but like, so how do we apply that? Like when we, when there's a body image thought that like arises, like, how do we just like, I don't know, let it be a thought. (laughs) That's exactly it. Let's just start to develop the belief that we're going to have good thoughts, bad thoughts, crazy thoughts, like all kinds of thoughts. And they're just thoughts. Can we neutralize our thoughts the way we're trying to neutralize food? They're just, they just are, it's just a thought. Yeah. Right. And like, 
like starting to have, I feel like even just like this simplicity of like starting to be aware in the moment, like I forget what, where this kind of comes from or who I heard it from, but like the, like I'm having the thought that blah, blah, blah about my body, you know? I was actually going to ask if you'd be open to trying a little bit of role play, but I know when that gets offered to me, I'm like, (gasps) do I have to? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It scares me a little bit, but (laughs) we can try. (laughs) We can do hard things. Right. And that could be like another belief we've developed. So, okay. Probably the most common thought is what, like, I need to lose weight, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess let's think about this in terms of that person who's like coming to into, yeah. I mean, maybe they're having that thought, but maybe they're like, oh my gosh, like, what if I, like, I'm, what if I just gain weight uncontrollably, like something like that. So would you be willing to repeat after me? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I already forgot what you said. Wait, so. Like, I'm, I'm afraid of like, like, what if I gain weight uncontrollably or like, I'm already gaining weight. And like, what if I just keep gaining? I'm afraid I'm going to gain weight uncontrollably. Okay. So repeat after me. I notice I'm having the thought that I might gain weight uncontrollably. I notice I'm having the thought that I might gain weight uncontrollably. Okay. I'm having the thought that. I'm afraid I might gain weight uncontrollably. It's quite the same. Having the thought that I'm afraid that I might gain weight uncontrollably. The story I'm telling myself is I might gain weight uncontrollably. The story I'm telling myself is that I might gain weight uncontrollably. What do you notice as you're adding a little bit of those like sentence stems? Hmm. If anything. I mean, I, I, I guess maybe I'm like kind of up in my head about it, but I, I feel like it, is, you know, kind of gives distance from it. From exactly. The a plus you did right. Check true. Cause it's, it, it's actually called the diffusion skill in act. So it kind of diffuses the thought away from your body. I, I put my hands up in front of my eyes. These are our thoughts. And like, I can't even see you right now. Mm-hmm. So if I can just diffuse them, Oh, suddenly, and you know, move my hands away. It's so much easier. I can see you. I can go live my life. These are just thoughts. I don't have to take them seriously. It's just a thought. Yes, I like that. What were those three? Are those like common phrases or like the little stems that you added? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. It's like just I'm having the thought that Mm -hmm. I notice I'm having the thought that the story I'm telling myself. And I'm sure there's other ways to diffuse yeah. too. Um, sometimes yeah. we could call it the story. It could be like, oh, there's the, um, I'm going to gain a bunch of weight story. And you could just kind of be like, oh, hey, there it is again. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I like that. Like noticing those patterns in those stories, right? Even when they're like subtly different or whatever, it's like, oh, that's that same, that same story. Yeah. There cool. it is again. All right. We don't have to do that. Yes. Okay, cool. I like that tool. Um, so let's see what else I have. What are, I mean, this is literally what we're talking about, but what are some other recommendations, I guess, for like folks that are noticing these body image concerns and fears and stories coming up? Like we just kind of went through one tool. What's something else someone might be able to use? Sure. So, and this is being pulled from acceptance and commitment therapy. Uh, you'll hear it be called ACT. It's just kind of like a new wave of CBT therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. And so it kind of breaks down to be present, which is what you just said. It's kind of like mindfulness, just kind of noticing. So mindfulness, open up. So we're opening up to all thoughts and feelings, kind of neutralizing them. They're just thoughts and feelings. We don't really have to do anything with them. We don't have to challenge them. We don't have to change them. It's just, we're just kind of noticing they're allowed to be here. 
And then values, do what matters. So be present, open up, do what matters. So really starting to come up with our values, like what's really important to you can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so first I try to kind of paint this whole picture of what is this future life you want to have? What is the kind of relationship you want to have with your body? We need to like kind of start there, start Mm -hmm. developing what that looks like. Um, So you might even start to come up with an image in your mind, whether it's a year from now, 10 years from now, whatever, it doesn't really matter. How, what kind of relationship do they have there? Um, Other ways to kind of go about that is what do you think you'll look back on in your life and wish you had done more of? And what are some things you think you'll look back on and wish you had done less of? So these are really just kind of clarifying what you should kind of be doing a little bit more, a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And then I have one more of really just kind of like, what advice would my 99 year old self give me about this right now? So it's I like really that. kind of pulling from like our inner wisdom, what we really know to be true, what's really important to us, because what's valuable to me is not going to be the same as what's valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Values are really individual. and so all this to say, once you start to really think of what this life looks like, it becomes a lot easier when you have this thought and you can ask yourself, okay, does this thought, if I like practice, whatever this thought's telling me to do, does that get me closer to that life I want to have? And like person I want to be in relationship, I want to have with my body or further away. Yes. I so like that a lot. Yeah. Um, Normally we would ask like, is this true? Is there evidence for this? We don't really care if it's true or false. It's more of like, is this a helpful thought? Does this help me get closer to that life or further away from it? I really like that. Is it helpful? Is it helpful or not? Yeah. Interesting. Cool. And if it's not, sorry, there is, I keep remembering all this part. So if it's not helpful, (laughs) what would be a more helpful thought that does get me closer to that life I want to have or person I want to be, or is there a more helpful action I can take right now that will get me closer? Okay. So let's use the, my example before, right. Of that fear of like, like, I'm just going to keep gaining weight uncontrollably, I guess. Right. Like acknowledging, okay, that's not helpful. That's an unhelpful thought. Mm -hmm. How might we like put that into something that would feel helpful? So, um, that's a good question. So maybe we do talk about this in therapy. We kind of go back to the principles of intuitive eating. We still mm-hmm. kind of take the action that you would want to take. That'll get you closer to intuitive eating. Um, or I'm sorry for that, like life you want to live person you want to be type of thing. So Maybe it is like, I'm still going to eat this. Like I'm scared and I get it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to eat this meal and it's okay. I'm going to be able to take care of myself. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's also too, like, what is the, what has been the impact of, of these thoughts? Right. So like, if I have the thought, I'm going to keep getting away uncontrollably. I'm really afraid of that. Like maybe in the past, my response to that would be whatever, have some effect on what choices I make around food. And it's like, okay, but the helpful thought or thing to, to kind of have the way to respond in a helpful way is going to be to still nourish and take care of my body and choose what's going to be satisfying and all of that. Right. And we can, so we can also go inside and ask the nine year old, 99 year old self, like what advice she'd give to us. And I just know she would be like, just eat it. Yeah. Whatever. You're made fine. Who cares? <laughs> you're, the people who love you, love you for who you are. It's not about how much you weigh or what you look like. Like just, just eat it. <laughs> yes. So wild how like close that inner wisdom part of us can be like, just with a question like that, when you, it's so hard to see, you know, I know in the moment. So that's why we got to kind of like 
learn all these different approaches as best we can, because when we're in the moment and we might feel a little bit hijacked in the moment, feeling really activated, it can be hard to access that. So, I mean, maybe we do write down some of these responses in in our notes section of our phone, because we always have our phones on us. Let's (laughs) hold that up. What would she tell me? (laughs) What are my values? My body image, like cheat sheet or whatever, right? Like have a little like thing you can quickly pull up. Although the notes on my phone are an absolute disaster. I always have the thought, I'm like, I need to like sit down on a Sunday and like sift through all this. Cause I have notes going back to like probably 2015, like with my groceries. <laughs> I do too. Same with the tabs of all the internet things. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I got to go through all that. It's so funny. Um, all right, Molly. Well, let's let's kind of start wrapping this up. So for somebody who's listening to this episode and they're like, oh my gosh, like this is totally where I'm at. I'm totally having those thoughts. I'm really stressed about body image, but I want to do intuitive eating. Um, what is just like a piece of advice you have for that person right now? My first instinct is just compassion, normalize it. I don't know anybody who came to this and was like, 110% ready. Let's just do it. I'm going to do all 10 principles. I'm going to be fine. Like this is you, where you're at is normal. Uh, we are learning a new language in a country, in a culture that does not speak that language. It's so hard. So let's just gather as much information as possible. I personally had to read a bunch of books, listen to podcasts. Welcome. Glad you're here. You know, curate <laughs> my social media. I just needed to, you know, really learn the principles and what are my options? Um, mm-hmm. get some support from a dietitian or a therapist if possible, who are in this, who's in this space of health at every size and intuitive eating. Um, so just kind of getting support and information is probably number one. Love that. Love that. Do you have like a number one, like book recommendation at this point for starting out? Oh, I had a list of books. (laughs) And as we grow and learn, you, you know, we realize, okay, they need a little bit of an update. And there's been a ton of books since then that I have not totally dove into yet. So So I really don't. I mean, I always just say, let's, you know, go to the fourth edition of intuitive eating. Let's just start there. And then there are so many others. Let me catch up on them and I'll share them on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Love that. I know I'm feeling right now, like there's like so many books on my bookshelf that I like have, and I'm like, all right, I gotta, gotta get to those, but I've learned my lesson. Cause I know I I probably have like five on my list. I could say, but until I've read them from front to back, I am not recommending them anymore. So let's just, let me just make sure they're totally haze and intuitive eating aligned. Yes. Yes. Love that. Okay. So final question for you is just where can people find you online and follow your work and how can people work with you? They can find me on Instagram. My handle is Molly B counseling. I have a website, Molly bar counseling. It's B A H R come find me there. Find me on Instagram. You can just click on the website to book any kind of consult call or first, you know, the evaluation call. Cool. And you said you are, you can work with people in three States. Yeah, that's right. Um, Florida, Hawaii, and Louisiana. I may work on a couple more in the Midwest. We'll see. Ooh, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again so much, Molly. This has been great. Thank you. 
All right, guys, that's a wrap on episode 96. Don't forget to go check out Molly on Instagram at Molly B. Counseling. She posts so much gold. I love how she phrases things. You're definitely going to want to give her a follow. And then check her services out at mollybarcounseling.com. And finally, if you are just feeling totally weighed down by thoughts of food and your body and you're feeling totally chaotic around food and you're seeking that relief and peace, don't miss my free intro to intuitive eating masterclass happening on Wednesday, February 23rd from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. As long as you're registered, you will get the recording right to your inbox, even if you can't be there live. So definitely get on that registration list. The link, it's in the link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram is at the intuitive underscore RD. Uh, so go ahead and do that right now. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out today and hopefully I'll talk to you soon.